Welcome to the Blackout Podcast where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. I, pff, I keep saying I'm jealous of people that can't paint. But anyway, painter, artist, just men, creative, individual, Ibe and Anaba. Thanks for coming to the podcast today. Thanks, man. Okay, so before we get to this thing that is making me really envious right now, um, I was just saying before we came on, you know, there was a switch in Nigeria um and then the very well not the very first thing but one of the very first things the president did was take the subsidy off and i was like it's as if you know you have this foresight you did this thing how many years uh give us this uh, daily full and it's like so um first of all thanks for having me you know um give us this day our daily fuel was 2018. Mm. i was for my fourth or fifth solo show um, in, in Nigeria in at 21. Nice. Yeah, so basically <laughs> what it is actually is me trying to recreate the, the frustration that we pass through, you know, each time this nonsense, this crap happens. Mm. I mean, Nigeria is a blessed country, right? I mean, we're like literally sitting on I mean, oil. Um, giant of Africa, right? Mm. We have all it takes. We, I mean, we are naturally blessed. Mm -hmm. Crude oil, everything. But then, how can a fish be in the water and can't swim? Mm. How can you be thirsty? You are inside the ocean, but you are thirsty. Mm. That's our situation, you know. So, imagine, um, imagine you as a man, and um, there's this fuel uh, scarcity situation, and um, you are hunting, you are jumping from station to station, hunting for fuel. You can't get man hours gone. You are stressed out. You are paying triple, quadruple, whatever thing you are paying. You are the mercy of you are, the guy, the guy that ho, uh, has the nozzle controls, more, more or less controls you, controls the crowd. It's a messed up situation. Mm. Prior to that, that has been happening you know, consistently. And that was 2018 that I did that work. Mm -hmm. And this is what, 2023, mm. and it's still happening. Right, right, right. So Yeah, I mean, I, I see like uh, on, on WhatsApp. Yeah, on WhatsApp, I'm saying, friends are sending me these photos and videos. And I'm like, it's insane. Like, literally, just one day apart. <laughs> it's like one day apart and everything just changed. Everything just... Anyway, so you said that was your fourth one. Give us this that lady for let's let's rewind. Where did like the art, where did it come from? The painting? How did it start for you? Okay, um first of all, it started when I was young. I can remember as early as three. Oh wow. Yeah. As early as three, um while growing up in Belgium. I, I have an elder brother. His name is Ugo. He's the first artist I, I encountered. He's right. first artist. So I grew up being that kid that would, you know, your normal school book. You will draw, you will write from the front, draw from the back. <laughs> you get into trouble doing that. So um, 
Ugo was the first artist, um, or is the first art artist that I'm, I met, mm -hmm. who happens to be my elder brother. Mm -hmm. So he used to create comics, you know, started recreating um, characters like Superman, you know, your normal DC characters, Superman, Batman, um, DC and Marvel, to the point that he started creating his own um, characters. Nice. Yeah, so I would, um, I would want to copy him. Oh. I want to emulate him, mm. you know, so I learned, um, I learned the ropes, you know, he taught me how to climb the ropes. Alongside, I got frustrated because I couldn't get the strokes just like he oh. was doing. So that led me to more or less find my own path. Ah, so, you know, you have your brother making the art and you're like copying him and stuff, reading magazines, everybody and the likes. Do you, I guess, study art at all or do something else? So, um, I started art formally and informally. I started art informally first. Or I should say, I was gifted with, you know, I was just gifted, you know, having an elder brother to look up to as an idol um, and got into the game, started practicing it. Um, but I would go further to study fine and applied arts in Institute of Management and Technology in Ugo. Okay, wait. Like, and your parents didn't have issues with this? Um, I was one of those luckiest kids wow. to study what you wanted to study. Wow. Growing up, it was usually, you have to be a lawyer. Right. Or a, you have to study medicine. Mm. In fact, I remember one, one of the days when I newly got um, admission. So one of my uncles came to the house. Um, I greeted him. Excitedly, my mom told him I had gotten an admission. And he was excited and like, okay, so to study what I said, fine, and apply that. And he was like, well, <laughs> why? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Come on, let's didn't have anything to say because that was what I wanted. So right, why? I mean, right. So to worsen his um, situation, mm. I hadn't even. I'm not sure I've even finished answering him, and my brother stepped out. My brother studied fine and applied arts as well. Oh. The same school. My brother was um, three sets, three of three sets or four, before me. Mm. You know, so the guy just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, these people, okay. I mean, yeah. So, How, yeah. Yeah, I started fun and applied arts. How I, was that I majored experience? in painting. The best thing in the world. Holy shit, why? <laughs> why? Mm. I mean, you... Why? Okay, let me, let me... I want to give you a sincere answer. Mm. It's like a pathway to... to finding your purpose. Mm. I have never had any second, and I haven't, I haven't had any alternative like, okay, if, I, if I'm not an artist, I would be this. Or it has, ever since I started, you know, following the footsteps, looking up to my brother, following, you know, imitating him and learning, I blanked out anything, every other thing. Oh, shit. Nothing till date has interested me to say, okay, I would like to be this or that. Wow, that's I mean, really lucky, eh? Yeah, the art world is vast. Right. Very vast. So I'm still in it. It's, a, it's an adventure, 
is a life. I think to summarize this is it's a life that chose me and the life that I chose. Right. Yeah. So there's that symbiotic relationship mm -hmm. between you and art. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how many years was the course? It's a four-year course. So the was four that... years, how was four years in art school for you? It was bliss, one word, bliss. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Because, I mean, it gave me opportunity to try out many things of which I didn't even, to the scale of 10, I'm not sure it's, because art is vast. Mm -hmm. Art is vast. I'm not sure I, I even did up to, in terms of indulging myself, in terms of, um, how do I put it? I mean, I got busy, learned a couple of things, but then I wanted more. It's, an, it's a profession that would have you want more and more and if you are sincere, if you are dedicated. Because mm. yeah. this is a lot of work. This mm. is a lot of work. Okay, so what was the process? You finished it. You like, I guess, start exhibiting right away or? Okay, again, it's, um, I will talk as relates to me mm. and my interests. While growing up, like I told you, it started from comics, right? Then from comics, portraitures, um, creating cards, up until secondary school. So I became that guy, that go-to guy when there's a party. Yeah, Go to either, I'll make your cards. There's Valentine, someone wants to give his girlfriend a gift, or there's some party going on, you know, portraits. I did that a lot. Mm. Um, then to T-shirts, oh. making impressions on T-shirts, mm -hmm. to at some point, in fact, this was even primary school, I was living in, um, have you been to Aba before? Yeah. I was living with some guys that were shoemakers at Ariaria. Mm -hmm. I remember as early as, um, I think I was in primary five or so, thereabouts, or even, or even younger. Mm. I learned how to make shoe. No, man, come on. <laughs> so for me, it has always been curiosity. Yeah. It has always been that curiosity. Mm. Learning how to do this, learning how to create this. Mm. Learning how to, again, I was lucky to have, uh, I was raised by my mom. My dad, my dad died uh, when I was three mm. in Belgium. So we had to uh, move back home. I was lucky to have been raised by a, a woman that just supported my anything, all my interest in the arts. So she will travel, she will buy. Before toys, I will make sure she buys me pencil cases, materials to work. Mm. So books and everything, you know, all those things I was open to, I was privileged to have some, some, some good bit of it, you know. So curiosity, mm -hmm. how is this made? How is this made? I will go to a tailor and I would just get the clothes and study how, study the threading. Then I will illustrate that. Oh my God. So that to even up, up even to things like interior decoration, 
I remember I, I, I once assisted a friend who is also, I, the friend I'm talking about, his, his name is Eine Hedwa. Eine is, I, let me just say, all-round creative. <laughs> studied architect, studied, studied architecture, but then Eine is uh, into confectionery business. He okay. bakes cakes. He's an architect. He sculpts, he paints, he draws. Wow. You know, so, yeah. so I remember following him, assisting him in um, in um, doing interior designs and interior decoration for then Imo State's house in our way. Holy shit. Yeah. So, I mean, things like that. Mm. There's an event, okay. How do you create, bearing the mind, the audience? What can you, how do you, how do you transform the space so that it speak to the, it speak, the space speaks to the audience, mm. you know? So things like that. Also, at some point I got interested in music. <laughs> I, grew up a, I grew up a chorister, right. but then I didn't go into music professionally, mm. but I like music. Okay. I like music. I like fashion. I like so that again would open me up to. I mean, just pop culture generally. Mm -hmm. I love pop culture. If you look at my art across board, somehow you see pop culture reflecting in what I create today. So it's like okay, <clears throat> you you f basically from when you started, I guess knowing this is me, right? This is who I am. It's like, you've had this thing you love. And now, I guess, it is a career now. When was that, uh, you know, transformation from, I just love doing this thing. I'm curious about this thing to, okay, this thing is what I'm going to do to keep, you know, feed myself, feed my family. When was that transformation? <sighs> to be honest, I really can't, I can't say this is it. Because oh. from onset, like I told you, as soon as I discovered I can express myself using a pencil, using a marker, maybe that's when it started. Maybe. <laughs> Wait, you started using marker? For me, it's beyond a career. It's a calling. Oh. It is life. It is lifestyle. It's, I mean, this is what I eat. It's what I breathe. Mm. It's what I live. It's, it's me. Mm. it's what makes me it's I mean in my comfortable my most comfortable space that mm -hmm. is it is it has it has to be within the creative space okay so let's talk about the process then uh, so this amazing thing hanging up here what is the process when you are like okay do you see the thing before it's made or or is it you know, as you're making it, it's making sense. Oh, I'll put this here, I'll put this here, I'll put this here. Um, I'm the type that's like to, I'm, I'm open-minded in terms of process. Mm -hmm. I don't have a straight-jacketed way. So to this one in particular, I had an idea. I wanted to, I, so I made this during um, lockdown. I had a show in Nigeria. Mm. during um, uh, COVID in 2020. The show was titled um, Towards the Light. Yes, Towards the Light. 
the whole idea for the show is, I mean, I was coming from a motivational perspective mm. because this would be the first time I would know, I would experience the world being shut down. Ever. Ever. The world is shut down. You can't even step. I mean, you can't shake your guy. Mm. You can't hug anybody as, aside from... Your circle. Yes. Sec, not even, Yes, your circle indoors. Mm, that's so, like, yeah, yes. you're, 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 so it's me, my wife, my kids, and mm, that's it. Mm. Every other thing would be virtual. Hey, how you doing? You know? mm. So I, I wanted to create something that visually talks about, talked about hope. Going towards yes. the light. So this is actually the title. is a series. Mm. This is one of them. This is Towards the Light uh, 2. The first one, Towards the Light 1, is um, a lady. Oh. But then I had them, you know, I had both of them looking up. Mm. So I was in my studio. Um, I had done the lady. I needed to do a male. I wanted to do a male version for a balance. I, I usually work in a series. I have an idea. I like to stretch it mm. to exhaust it before I jump onto another thing. <laughs> because they are not busy enough. <laughs> you know. This thing for me is about storytelling. Oh, yes. It's yes. about storytelling. It's about creating experience. It's about using what you can create to address issues. Mm. Right? So, I, thanks to cell phone, I picked up my cell phone, tried a couple of selfies, you know, looking up and flipped through, and I saw the one that I used for, as a reference for this. Mm. And um, I, this is uh, um, acrylics on canvas. Yeah, okay, so I got to ask, right, you know, you create all these things about the process. Let's actually talk about this guy, because obviously that's you. What is the process here? Yeah, okay, so to this guy, um, this guy was birthed um, three years ago during the, lock, the global lockdown. Right, right, right. Yes, so I had, um, I had my solo show titled Towards the Light, which actually happens to be the title of this piece as well. Mm. This is Towards the Light 2. So I had Towards the Light 1 is a lady, and I needed to do part two, being a guy. Again, it's lockdown, and um, I couldn't find any muse. Mm. So I had to use myself, <laughs> you know, thanks to, thanks to uh, cell phones. So I, I pulled up my cell phone, tried a couple of selfies, and um, flipped through and um, spotted the shot that I liked most to use as a reference for this. Mm. Um, I must say, it would be my first time witnessing the world shutting down based on COVID. Everything. Yes. So it was a motivational uh, series that I created, which was actually the major idea for the show. You know, so I wanted to visualize, more or less visualize hope. Visualize like, you know, yes, we know that we are in darkness now, but then light will always come at the end of the tunnel. Mm. Mm. So that was the thought that birthed this. So the creative process, the idea first, and um, like I told you, I got the idea first. I pulled up my phone, tried a couple of selfies, spotted a shot, prepared my canvas, primed my canvas. Prime. Priming is when you cover, when so canvas, like oh. the fabric material that you paint on. So priming is coating the material so that when you apply paint, it receives it and it doesn't suck it up. 
Okay. So that it stay it stays uh, just like priming is just like um, a primary coating of the surface to mm. pre, you know to get it set to be used as a painting. You know then um, I painted in acrylics. Right, right. I also paint in oil, but this particular one was acrylics. Also, because I like experiments, I'm open to trying out different materials, oil, acrylics, watercolor, charcoal, but this particular one is acrylics. And um, again, this is creativity. For me, what thrills me is ability to, or the quest to try to create something in an unusual manner. I mean... <laughs> or relatively or seemingly unusual manner. Mm. People paint with brushes. I can paint with brushes, but then I like to paint with palette knives. Oh, those things. Yeah, like it looks like... Um, like a little shovel. Yes, like a spatula, yes. Mm. Uh, yes, like, like little shovels, you know. So... That is hard work. Uh, there's a story to that. Oh, okay. Yes. I've always loved them um, sculpting, especially carvings but then i haven't had the space i haven't had the space i haven't created time and i haven't had the space to try it out mm. so painting with palette knife if you watch my paintings i more or less paint in planes i like if i'm painting a subject i like to break it down in in basic shapes you know so you see me painting in planes like you, they have sharp edges mm. yeah so yeah, I pressed out my my I, I looked at the shot and asked myself what color scheme would I like? Let me play with the browns, you know. I did the brown thing. At at some point I needed some sort of sharp accent somewhere. Mm. Hence that blue there. Yeah. I just needed something that would, you know. Pull your, pull yeah, your, pull like, your attention. Mm. That's how this guy happened to come alive. Yeah, you know, I keep saying art is difficult, but you found this thing that is a calling mm -hmm. now. Um, I'm going to let you go with this question. You are lucky <laughs> you found your calling. Or, or he called you. You know, you have this... Both ways. Yes, you have this thing. Someone out there is watching. It's like, I don't know what my calling is. What, what kind of advice would you share with this person? I'm talking about myself, actually. Because <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm just um, flopping around, just trying to do stuff. Um, It's a good question. I think it's always there. Hmm. It is always there. At, at your quiet, you know, in your quiet space, your quiet time, there are those things that um, calls for your interests. There are those things that you are interested in that usually would, you know, you would fancy doing, right? Mm. And it comes to you easily. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, um, let me use a JJ Okocha as example. Or... A messy as example. If you throw aside, aside the ball, mm. I'm sure if you throw an orange to a JJ, 
he will display his skills. Mm. A Messi as well. I'm sure if you throw something to him. So I think it's all about you in your quiet time and space, knowing, pointing out that thing that easily comes to you, mm. that you derive joy in doing that. When you're doing it, it engages all your senses. It opens you up to, to discovery, mm. you know. In doing it, you, so you don't see it as work anymore. You now see it. I mean, you enjoy doing it so that it, if you do it often, it becomes a part of you, it's and you're happy, do, and happy doing it. Mm. You know, and um, also in the process of doing it consistently, you will enjoy. It becomes therapy. There's also there was always a therapeutic angle to that. Mm. Again, to cap it all is when, when you get responses from people. It more or less, um, it's not as if you are seeking validation though, but it validates the, the people's reaction mm. appreciate, uh, in appreciation of what you're doing now validates it. But not that you are seeking for validation though. Mm. You know, but then you now figure out that with this power, you know, that is actually power. You know, I figured out that, look, this is my power. Mm. I can use this to, I can, it's my voice. I can use this to, again, I don't want to say control, but then you can use it to influence or affect or challenge thoughts, mm. influence mm. thoughts. Even yeah. change the world. Exactly. Yeah. So as it applies to me, I derive joy in plugging my arts into, I mean, for, let me say, social transformation. Mm. I like seeing my art play a role within the community. Give us this day a daily exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like contributing to either sparking up a conversation or contributing to an ongoing conversation mm. in some valuable way coming from a vital, a crucial perspective mm. coming from a vantage point that if you look at it this way, you now see, okay, this, this makes sense. Wow, Ibe, this is eye-opening. Thank you so much for sharing your arts. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast today. You're welcome, Ashu. Thank you as well for, for having me here. Nice space. <laughs>